Hey guys, welcome back to Bayou Chronicles. We're your host. I'm Bethany. And I'm Crystal. Today we have a short mini episode for you today. It's going to be a little bit different. We've been prepping for our Twitch stream, which is on the 19th of this month. But we wanted to give you something to hold you over until then. Um, if you haven't already, you can follow us on Twitch and join us on the 19th. Hang out with us on there. Um, just search Bayou Chronicles, all one word, and drop us a follow. And you can hang out with us on the 19th. We love interacting with all of y'all. It's so much fun. Um, the day after, we will upload the video to our YouTube page. Um, if you prefer to watch it that way. And you can find us on there at um, Bayou Chronicles as well. We've started to upload our episodes to YouTube. If you know someone who prefers to listen that way, send them our way. We'd love to have them, and you subscribe to it if you want. You can find our social media tags in um, the description below. So, yeah, go check us out and send us a message. We love chatting with you guys. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Bayou underscore um, Chronicles. One last order of business. We still have room for a couple more listener stories if you want to submit yours. Um, shoot us an email at bayouchroniclepodcast at gmail.com to tell us your story. Um, the ones we have so far are pretty crazy. We can't wait to hear y'all's, even if it's a true crime, a conspiracy theory, or maybe something paranormal. So yeah, I'll uh, pass this one over to Crystal. Yeah, let's dive in. This is a the first, I guess, legend that we've done. Um, it's the legend of the Devil's Chair. Have you ever heard of this one? I haven't, but this episode was requested by um, one of our followers that messaged us on Instagram and asked if we could do some folklore about uh, Florida. Yeah, so I started... Um, just researching some of the stuff, and I kind of got into this one. It was kind of like a rabbit hole. I went down it, and I just kept going. So, um, follow along. Anyway, so the urban legend of the Devil's Chair is actually found in several locations in the United States and abroad. Um, the one that we're talking about today is in Bethany's home state of Florida. Um but they are most likely found in a cemetery and were usually and originally meant um, as a place to rest for those who came to visit the deceased. These chairs, I'm kind of putting that in quotation marks, can be benches nearby or actually parts of the memorial. Some of them like that I have found were like the gravestone itself was a chair like chiseled into a chair yes that's wild um many of these are popular spots for what is called legend tripping and i've never heard this term before i'd never heard the term legend trip legend tripping but once i started researching it everyone apparently uses it um but it turns out that most of us and chances are if you're listening to this you've actually done a legend trip Basically what it is, is when you go to a particular place that's known for a myth or legend or that's haunted, like the actual act of you going to this place is legend tripping. Okay. Um, well, tr- yes, I've done. But I've so never, I was like, I've never, I was like, I've never I've caught just, it that. Neither have I when I was 
17 and we would go legend tripping, I used to just call it ghost hunting. <laughs> like, we're going to go ghost hunting. We're going to get ourselves scared tonight. But, um, so who knew? The devil's chair in particular um, that we're talking about is the devil's chair in Lake Helen. I think this word is Cassidage. But if I'm saying that wrong, please correct me. But at the Lake Helen Cassidage Cemetery in Cassidage, Florida. So Cassidage is a very small East Florida city that is known for having a large amount of spiritualists. When I say small, I mean like less than 3,000. And when I mean spiritualist, I mean like it's been nicknamed the psychic capital of the world. Because almost everyone that lives there is a medium or psychic. Do you know yeah. this place? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, that the whole state of Florida, I, I feel like you could classify it as that. So, I found a quote somewhere that kind of made me laugh. Because it said, someone called Cassidage. Is that how you, am I saying it right? I've, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's how I would say it. <laughs> um, that called Cassidage where Mayberry meets the Twilight Zone. And I think it's kind of funny. That's a weird way. I know. That's I was funny, like, though. Um, I don't know why. It's just really funny. Um, if it's a coincidence that there's a legend like this here that's full of psychic energy, or if it's just, you know, if it's on purpose, if it's a coincidence, you know, we'll never know. But I do find it super interesting. Um, I wondered if there was any kind of correlation between the two. Like maybe someone started this legend because of the people that lived there. But I couldn't really find anything. There's a bunch of crazy people there. Let's yeah. make up a story. Yeah. But honestly, the city was more interesting. Well, not more interesting. But it was almost as interesting as the legend itself. From what I understand, the city is basically just an unincorporated community that also goes by the name Cassidage Spiritualist Camp. And they are a federally exempt church and were deemed a historic district. So when you go to their website, they have like times for church services. They have a restricted members only page. They have like I'm all getting, kinds of stuff. I'm getting cult vibes. Oh, very much so. I'm getting very much like... That's what I... That's how I felt too, to be completely honest. Are they going to drink Kool-Aid at the end of this? It, it was weird, but like... I don't know. Like That's why I felt like the city was way more interesting. Because I'm just like... I've never heard of a place like this. That's but so weird. Okay, alright. Let's go. <laughs> Let's dive on in. But anyway, every year, college students teenagers and curious paranormal lovers trip to the area to take part in the legend. So inside the cemetery you have to walk almost towards the actual center of it and up kind of like a little hill there is a brick made bench slash chair. Um, it kind of looks like an oversized chair that can hold more than one person. You know, those like it's not as big as a love seat, but it's like one of those bigger chairs that two people can sit in, like a hoagie or whatever they yeah, call it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I go look at the pictures that I'm going to post on Instagram. By the time you listen to this, that are going to be posted, it actually shows the exact chair, and it's almost like there's the two gravestones, um, and then there's like um, a brick 
little border that's kind of like maybe a couple feet high all the way around and then it kind of morphs into this chair i don't know if that makes sense but the brick's kind of interesting because like in cajun culture brick keeps out spirits so that would be interesting that they would make this bench that's called it's red brick devil's chair and put brick around it and i didn't even think about that good call out do they talk it. about like witches in this? No. Hmm. I mean, not that I found anything. Do you know about witches in cemeteries? No. How they, it. So back in the day, like I'm talking like Salem witch trials, and they technically probably still do this today. If they're just a bunch of a holes, if you were like outed as a witch, whatever way um, everybody else's graves were faced, yours had to be faced the opposite direction, and that let people know that you were deemed a witch. Oh. Even in your death. I never knew that. I think it's like you you had to be facing east, I believe, or something. I might be wrong, but your grave has to be faced a different direction um, than the rest of the plots. And I have done a full year of internships inside of cemeteries, and I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Huh. You told me something new today. Um, but anyway, so according to this actual legend for this devil's chair, um, you have to go to the cemetery around midnight, and you're told to bring along a can of beer um, as an offering, basically. A lot of people joked online about what kind of beer the devil likes. Um, the safe bet, it seemed like, that they were saying was to bring an IPA for old Satan. Oh, my God. But. Okay. All right. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, I can dig it. it. It is reported, though, that if you leave the can, or the part of the legend is that you leave the can on the armrest of the chair... And you don't open it, you just leave it closed, and in the morning, it'll be gone, or the can will still be closed, but it'll be empty. I couldn't find, like, any proof that this happened, but that is, like, the legend that if you do this, that's what happens. I could be, like, somebody in the graveyard just getting drunk like, That's what night. I was thinking. Be like, well, let me just, you want to bring me a beer? Okay, well, mm-hmm. this is what I want. Um, yeah, thanks. Thanks. Um, but anyway, it was reported that um, if you leave it, it'll be gone in the morning. I couldn't find any actual proof, like I said, but it seems like it's the thing that people attempt to do most often. Um, and I found some um, people that not are, aren't local, but are kind of live around the area, and they say that it's pretty normal now since you can't go after dark, and I'll tell why. That people will, when they come to see it during the daytime, people will leave cans of beer mm. on the chair overnight. And then in the morning, they'll try to come back and see if it's there or not. But I think that is just a thing that people like to do because it sounds kitschy that the devil would be drinking. For those that are truly brave, sitting on the chair at exactly midnight may cause the devil himself to appear in front of you. Mm. I'm not sure how this is supposed to work Mm -mm. um, or how sitting in a chair summons him. But, I mean, it is kind of interesting. Like, let me just sit here and all of a sudden, exactly at midnight, the devil's going to appear. Also, like, don't you think the devil's, like, a busy man? Like, you think he's (laughs) just going to come watch you sitting in a chair? I don't know. I, I have no idea. 
Um, I many, just made that sound like the devil's a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> He's so busy. <laughs> many of the other chairs that I looked into around the world claim that if you sit in the chair, you get to grant, like, the chair grants you a wish. Um, some oh, of them no, were the like... a genie now. Yes. Some okay. of them were like, if you sit in the chair, you're going to have bad luck. One of them was like, if you sit in the chair, you're going to die. Um, now, those I could see. Yes, I could. Or... There was one where you, it was like, I don't think it was this one, but there was one where it would just like, it was one of the ones that would cause you bad luck, and the only like person that I could find that was like proof of it happening was he sat in it in the first, he sat in the chair the first time, and he immediately got sick and threw up. And then he sat in the chair another time, and he lost his hearing in one ear. And so after that, he wasn't going to press his luck because he was afraid that if he sat in it a third time, he would actually die. Throwing up, though, could be psychosis. That yeah. could be yourself working working yourself up. Yeah. Your nerves, and then you just throw up on yourself. Yeah. So I was like, that's a little, little suspicious. Um, other people that have sat in the devil's chair in Cassidage tell stories about hearing voices in their head when they sit in the chair, and they'll hear like kind of feel like someone's whispering stuff in their head but the second that they stand up it goes away and then other people have said that they've seen dark figures lurking at night while they've been in the little area and once again that's that's the placebo effect yes like you're in a cemetery at midnight you're already kind of creeped out because it's a cemetery at midnight. And I'm saying this because I will work myself up. Last night, I looked at my hallway and saw this unexplained figure forgetting that I had left my vacuum cleaner in my hallway because I cleaned that night. Yeah. And in my it half awakeness, up. I was like, oh, my God, there's a demon looking at me in my hallway, and it's just my vacuum cleaner. Man, it's so. just your brain playing tricks on you. Um, honestly, all of this stuff is pretty typical haunted area stuff. I mean, I could, I could name about four places here in Shreveport, Bossier that basically have the same thing. And a lot of that stuff in that area of Florida is really old. Mm -hmm. Like, not been renovated, original from, like, um, yeah, it's falling apart. Yes. Old. Yes. Well, if you go to Cassidage today, you will find a really tiny small town, like I said, that is honestly kind of fed up with the amount of visitors that come to test the legend. Um, apparently, the uh, local college that's kind of close to the area, so many of the students come and they will trash the town, they will trash the cemetery, and it just became too much for the the residents of the town to keep up with and to spend money and time patrolling I, this one area of town. As a Floridian growing up, I 100% understand that because I lived in the spring break capital town of the <laughs> world and you don't even want to enjoy spring break because you're so tired of people coming there and destroying your town. Yeah, that's how it was for me when I lived in New Orleans. I wanted to leave at Mardi Gras. No, like, yeah, just no. bye. So, in fact, visiting the cemetery at night is illegal now, and you will get arrested immediately if you step foot on the property. Most of the time, though, during the day as well, the gates to the cemetery are locked to prevent people from getting in. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> I know. They don't want people there. 
And I don't, I kind of don't blame them. I mean, if it's your part of your town that people are only coming to basically harass, it's, it is what yeah, it is. Cut it out. The true story, though, is a lot less scary and kind of a little more romantic. Oh, God. Um, you know I had to find the romantic I, part yeah, of it. She loved romance. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's just sweet. It's not romantic. So, the grave is actually sits in front of the chair. And it actually belongs, the grave itself belongs to the wife of a man who lost his wife very unexpectedly. And every day, he would walk from town to the cemetery to visit her. And then as he got older, and like he would sit... He would sit near the grave to sit and talk to her and spend time with her. But as he got older, you know, he had, like, arthritis, and he just got older, and it just started taking more out of him, and he couldn't just sit down at her grave as easily. So, he had the chair made nearby so that he could sit and talk to his wife and spend time with her every day. That is very sweet. See, so it's not, a, it's not very is. scary, but I could see how, like, you know, a creepy mm-hmm. chair sitting by a grave could be seen as scary but it was just a just a very simple thing but no matter any of that can you really discredit though what people have had happen to them every legend has a little bit of truth in it somewhere i i just feel like sometimes though we one person starts talking about something and it's like that telephone effect Mm -hmm. and then you work yourself up and you're like oh yeah it's true (laughs) Well, whether the truth is in the story or not, it's going to remain a place that people legend trip to. Mm-hmm. Um, if not to the cemetery, I would just go to the town of Cassidy's because I kind of want to check it out. Like, it sounds interesting. It sounds like a very interesting yeah. town. Um, so that's pretty much all I have for you about this um I like this. Little legend. This is a cool little mini episode. Yeah. I like that. There really wasn't that much that I could um, research on, which kind of made it refreshing because I wasn't overwhelmed with it. Um, and it kind of let me watch a lot of people's personal videos that they've made of the area or personal comments that they've made. So um, it was a very cool little thing to research, and it didn't take very long, but I very much enjoyed it. So... Yeah, if you like these, I can definitely keep doing them. I definitely don't mind. It was it was fun. We kind of decided that on the weeks that we do do our Twitch episode that we kind of discuss maybe doing more of these mini episodes so you guys at least still get an episode and we can at least get a stream in on Twitch. So this yeah. was, this was fun. This was fun. I definitely liked it. Well, Again, I appreciate you guys listening, and thanks for listening about this devil's chair, and I hope you guys have a great day. See you guys next time. Bye.